podcast. Hello, everyone. That's my greeting. I'm just going to yell podcast whenever we start from now on. Weird. We are Hack the Dino. I am Ben Rosenthal, and we are here to talk about video games. I'm joined by my co-host, Mr. Floppy Starrick. Hello, hello, and how do you do today? And uh, less musical is Brayden Dixon. I don't know what you're talking about. It's <laughs> me, Brayden, over on the keys. So good. Should be in Hamilton. <laughs> We are Hack the Dino, a nonsense Wait video good discussion show. <laughs> you can catch us on Spotify, iTunes and Stitcher, and Instagram and Facebook and Twitch, and YouTube and other ones as well. I don't know what I'm saying, this doesn't rhyme. If you're still watching this, I'm sorry, <laughs> please follow and subscribe and do all that stuff, because if you can put up with that, you can put up with anything. I promise there'll be no more spontaneous bouts of music or gonorrhea. Uh, One of them's correct. Do not promise those things. Uh, we have an extensive. Um, who's the stupid Conker's Bad Fur Day section? <laughs> yes, that's right. Anyway, if you haven't picked it up, we're all, all about nonsense and video games. We talk about video games. We love video games. Sometimes we serve up video games with a nice quiche on the side and a little bit of tomato sauce. Gives it a nice zesty veganorette. No, you don't. Uh, if you like that and cooking, head on over to hackthedino.com where you can subscribe to our YouTube channel over on youtube.com backslash hackthedino or if you don't like our faces, I completely understand. My mum's the same. Uh, so head on over to Spotify or iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts to listen to our voices vibrating through the atmosphere. Mum loves my face. Mm, your mum loves my face. Uh, but before we got in, gored into... Gored we have into, a ghost in the machine in the chat. Oh, we do? Yeah. Oh, dear. That's what the one and only Dan McGuinness. Oh, oh my, my gosh. gosh. Oh, no. He's still He's alive. Uh, Dan died, like, years ago. Oh, uh, hey, Dan. I'm still logged in. <laughs> <laughs> Floppy, what have you been up to lately? Uh, I've been doing lots of things, but one of the games I've been playing lately, one of the games, because I'm playing a few. Uh, first of all, I'm still playing Super Mario 3D World. How are you going on that? I am doing good. I, f I freaking love it. I'm up really? to Bowser's World. Do you like it more than Odyssey? Uh, no, I like it different. Okay. I like both of them for different reasons. You're such a parent. Uh, yes. Yes, I am. <laughs> Always diplomatic. Uh, you can't love one child more. You bet you can. You can. No, you can't. Especially if you got one. Super easy. Well, that's it. Yeah, I have four. Uh, so I've been playing that. I'm up to Bowser's World now, so it's getting hard for me. Well, I'm, I'm pretty bad at games. Bowser um, excites you? A little bit. Um, so I'm playing that. Uh, I'm looking forward to finishing that so I can check out Bowser's Fury. I've been playing Final Fantasy VII, but I sort of dropped off that a little bit because I was getting close to the Mario thing. Right. But Is it because Final Fantasy VII is actually a bad and boring game? No, I enjoy it. I think it's quite nice. I'm, I'm, it's but it was pretty, easy to drop. Uh, only because I'm really close to the Mario one. Okay. I think I'm really close anyway. Like in distance? Yes. I'm spatially quite close to the Mario game. So you just feel obliged to... Play that until... Yeah, always. Shh. Okay. Uh, the other game that I have picked up over the last two weeks, though, was a digital game that a friend of mine put me onto on the Switch. Now, it's it's based on a... Well, not based on... It is from an 80s cartoon that I grew up with that I freaking love because it's got transforming robot planes. Yeah. Who wouldn't like that? Yeah. Uh, it is Robotech the Macross Saga. Sweet. So, first of all, I love this cartoon. Yep. Like, I, I own it on DVD. Um, we can't hear it here. I'm hoping the chat... Does the chat nah, hear sound? No, they can't, sorry. They can't? Oh, it's sorry, right. okay. I've got it covered. No. So anyway, so it's a, as you can see, a side-scrolling, like, shmup. 
Uh, and the, but the coolest thing about this, apart from the fact that you can transform your plane at the press of a button from fighter mode to battleoid mode to guardian mode, which is like a plane that's got legs underneath it. Sweet. Um, and when you're battleoid mode, you can run along, you run along the ground to take out different weapons. You've got there he is. Yeah, look at that. That's the coolest one. That's the guardian. That's what I like the most. So describe it for the um, <clears throat> the podcast listeners. So for the podcast listeners, uh, you're flying in a Valkyrie, which is a transformable jet based on an F-14, uh, and left to right side scrolling, side scrolling, shoot 'em up. So you've got uh, Macross City behind it, which was this futuristic city built up around an alien spaceship, and it's got the oh, uh, we got yeah, owned. He got owned. Look, and there's Optim- Optimus, Optimus Prime, uh, and you're running around, you're running around either as a battleoid, which is uh, say a bipedal robot, uh, well not robot, but mech, uh, or you can transform into a guardian mode, which is jet with legs. It's a little bit more maneuverability because you slow down a bit and you can land as well. Um, and you're taking on the alien um, forces, which are the Zentradi. Uh, but this thing has the coolest soundtracks and the coolest like music throughout uh, the cartoon. And they've used it all in here and it's loud and it's awesome and it's pretty and it's hard, like really hard. <laughs> really? I'm oh. looking at it. Uh, the, the footage playing here, it looks... The gameplay looks a little not smooth, if that makes uh, sense. You know what? I found it smooth. Uh, oh, that's your player select screen. So the actual missions are named after actual episodes that are in the TV. Uh, so where we were looking at then was a player select screen. So there's a number of players you can uh, choose from the main characters in the, in the cartoon. There's Rick Hunter, who's your main sort of all-rounder. He's pretty, like his stats are pretty pretty um, even across the board. There's other people like uh, Roy Fokker, who was his... Um, mentor, older brother, and he's like very maneuverable. And it goes into a couple other characters, and you can unlock some people who have different uh, mechs that they fly around in as well. Um, now, I haven't got too far in the game, once again, because it is freaking hard. Uh, you mentioned that it looked not smooth. Mm. Um, is I'm, this a later level? Like, do you, is it? Just this the is the, that was the very first level. Okay, so that changes, right? Like, you're not gonna. No, no, you're not allowed. You go through like many different. Um, oh, modes. this is cool. So, so this yeah, is this a top is down isometric. You, I haven't got to that part yet. Spoiler. Uh, so that's on For Mars. You? No, I knew that it was coming. So there's this top down walking around section as well. Uh, that's set on Mars, which is from later on in the first series as well. Um, it is. It is a lot of fun. It is pure nostalgia. Like if you don't know Robotech, you might find it cool for a while. But if you do, if you grow up with Robotech, or you have found hey, it later and, and enjoy Brayden, it, just pause it there. Why are we pausing? Look at the top left-hand corner. The guy's name is Ben Dixon, yeah. and it's like a mashup of me and Braden. <laughs> That's actually really weird. He's really cocky as well. Oh, perfect. And a bit oh of a God. douchebag. Oh, even better. <laughs> my cocky douchebagginess would out. But he's like away. really my loyal. Last name and hair. He's, yeah, that's right. he's like really loyal and but really cocky and just, yeah he's a cool guy he's very lovable and a bit dumb um, checks out yeah. but yeah so this game if you have any connection to Robotech the Macross Saga whatever you'd like to give it it is awesome See, the, the moment the music starts you're just like oh my god yes. I have a, a slight connection with it because I, I did watch some episodes not as much as you yep. um, and what's really putting me off here is the art style like, oh, I, really? is it I love cell it. shaded? Is it 2.5D? What is it? And like that um, Mars level that we saw before, or the desert yeah. level, it was just artifacts, copy, paste, copy, paste, copy, paste. And I know, just something something about it is just, I don't know. 
I know, Braden, help me out here. What am I? What am I not liking so about this? So I'm looking at it here with the screen like this far away from me, so I can actually see the level of detail that it's at. So it's it's a mixture between like hand drawn and painted assets, as well as like digital painting assets, as well as like. 3D models that are... They look like they're straight out of the PS2 Futurama game. Yes. Um, How good is the detail? On a, on, a, on a 2D plane. There are quite a lot of little details in there. It's like they made a big model in like Blender and then just shrunk it down. So it still has all those little like nuts and bolts and stuff in them. But I mean, all the explosions are the same animation. Yeah, yeah. That, that ain't... That ain't well, I'm not going to say that this was a lot of money poured into the game. Um, but it, it runs really, it runs quite smoothly, despite what you might think. Actually, playing the game is is really responsive. Right. Um, the background, I can honestly say, while playing, I don't notice too much because you're worried. You're watching your fighter. You're watching uh, the you know, the the aliens come through and the other ships and stuff like that. So the background, it only needs to be basic because you kind of just see it basically as peripheral. Mm -hmm. um, so it works quite well. Like I, we're obviously right now not controlling it and really taking a hard look at the background. Yeah. Um, and you're going to see the lack of detail at that point. No, that's true. We're analyzing it now. We're not engaged. Yeah. So yeah, that makes but sense. But when you're playing it, you're engaged in your fighter and your fighter is incredibly detailed. Like Braden said, it's actually like it's a massive model that they've then shrunk down. There's shading and panel lines and everything on that thing. So it I does look quite difficult when there's like all these other enemies on screen. Like I would hate trying to keep track of everything right there. Oh, it's a lot of fun. You pick up power-ups, which gives you different kind of weapons. And yeah, look, it's a lot of fun. Um, it is hard, but if you like shoot 'em ups and if you like Robotech, jump on it. It was like, I think it was like $13. Yeesh. I mean, no. No, $13 for me, that was not even, I didn't even think twice. But you've got a, like, if there was a, uh, I don't know, a, a Street Fighter a, game for 13 bucks. I'd if there was a Dino Rider shoot 'em up. <laughs> oh, hell yeah. You'd be I wouldn't care how bad it is. Yeah, yeah. exactly. You Why isn't it. there a Dino Rider shoot 'em up? Like a oh, side-scrolling platformer? Yeah. Yeah, that'd be cool. I'd play Get that. Get on that, Why everyone. Why there a Dino Rider game? Ben, you love buying Dino Rider stuff. Maybe you should buy the rights to Dino Rider. You, you, you mock me like I haven't looked into it. <laughs> uh, Why do you think he's only got one child? He used to have three. He sold them. Oh, no. No, I fed them to the dinosaurs. <coughs> uh, it's cool. Um, so I've not been playing a hell of a lot. I've been playing a little bit of Fortnite, which we'll talk about in a little bit because they're doing something really, really cool. Uh, for their season six, which launches next week, next Wednesday in Australian time. Uh, but we'll talk about that in a minute. Uh, I want to talk about, about a little pickup I had over the weekend. If you are following me on Instagram over at Mr. Benjamin, you may have seen what I got. Uh, I didn't get a picture prepared for it, but I'm what did you get, it? Ben? I got an original 1979 Space Invaders Cocktail Arcade Machine. Woo! I've wanted one of these since I was 15 years old. Oh, there we are. Uh, at Mr. Benjamin. You can see that in my games room. Uh, unfortunately, it doesn't operate yet. It boots up fine. Uh, but I think there's something wrong with the board. I've got one of my arcade repair people coming to check it out next week. So hopefully by next show, that'll all be up and running. But every single part of it is original. Uh, it's from 1979. It's from Japan. It used to be in the Gawler pub 20-odd years ago. Uh, it was given to a friend of mine who had it in his shed for 20 odd years and then uh, <laughs> it just sat there. So uh, I, I thought the time was right to go and offer him some money for it. So I've actually, um, I remember playing these, maybe not that particular machine, but well, these machines in fish and chip shops in the yeah. 80s and, nine, and oh, like I early 90s. I wanted one for so long. I was almost going to put it here as the cocktail cabinet, like uh, as a coffee table. 
Um, but I think it looks better in the game room. I don't know what you guys think. But, I uh, think it looks great and it's your house so you can put it where you want. What I really like about it is the fact that it's just a black and white screen, but to get color on it like the old yeah, uh, vectrix cellophane in front of it's it. like yeah well it's not cellophane it's a very but, thin yeah. plastic just molded onto the screen in different stripes it's great i'm trying to find a video of one now of a nine, 1979 space it, invaders or space invaders 2 was vectrix someone that had pong but you could put different things in yep. front of it yeah yep. to make it look yep. like different games so look no that's that. a color screen there braden Oh. So it's a black and white screen one. So mine is black and white, but with different colors in it. Anyway, uh, I'm really excited to get that up and going. Um, and I'm also getting my arcade machine serviced as well. So, oh, oh I can't a, wait. Here's a, here's a video of one getting restored. Uh, yeah, no, no, thank you. Is that no. 3D printed? Oh. oh, there you go. Yeah, he's got mine there. So you can see yeah, on the see screen. The, the colored bands on the screen. Yep. That's what it looks like inside. So they sh- that's a they're new just strips though. of plastic, aren't they? Yeah. Just glued onto the CRT. That's so odd. And what's worse is um, like those monitors, they get really expensive, especially for an original parts one. Um, Quite an odd size. Monitor, Dylan the Villain in the chat has asked if we will make a video showing it in action. Funnily, you should say that, Dylan. I have got plans to start filming or streaming parts of my game room when it's up and going, and there's still a couple of things I need to get put together. But once it is together, I reckon I might do a, a video and, and whack it up, even I, if it's just on my mobile phone. I actually had a plan, but now that you've got someone coming to do it, what I was going to do is I was going to wait till Ben wasn't home I was going to break in and attempt to fix it by pulling it apart and putting it back together. <laughs> but now he's got someone coming to do it and it just, just seems worthless now. Yeah. It would have been a great video. Do you know what else is a great video? What? This video that we were given graciously earlier in the week. I uh, woke up out of my bed because that's where I sleep now. Weird. My I thought bed. you just hang from a ceiling somewhere. Well, no, that's uh, not me. <laughs> uh, and... Lo and behold, we have got Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Shredder's Revenge, which is, uh, it looks like the old Konami games from uh, the 90s. It's based on the old 90s and 80s cartoon series with the same sprites. Look at that. Um, It's a four-player co-op, side-scrolling brawler, just like those were. It's not a penny muncher like the other game. Well, I'm hoping it's not. Um, Man, nostalgia for this thing is amazing. The Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle theme song, which we can't hear at the moment, was performed by Mike Patton. Who you may know from Mr. Bungle or Faith No More or any of those other uh, grunge bands of the uh, early... uh, Holy crap, I didn't know that. Yeah, he he was singing it. Um, Weird. New animated sequence. Uh, Man, I cannot wait. Uh, I want a cartoon show done like this. Yeah, was that... So the mouses, were they in the original cartoon? I don't remember that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't remember ever seeing them. Only in the books. No, no, they were in the... um, The Triceratons were only in a couple of episodes. It was Saki Yojimbo was in an episode. Bless you. Don't, don't, <laughs> don't. Um, but yeah, Shredder's Revenge. Looking forward to it. Uh, we that can looks see great. some uh, footage now, I think. Coming up. Yeah, here we are. So, four player co op. It's coming to consoles oh. and Steam. Did we hear when? Uh, no, there's no, been no release date thus far. But it, it's exactly like those old arcade games. Now, the arcade game, the only time I've ever been able to finish it was when I was playing it at like in the lock in and you had free credits. Because that thing just chews up quarters. You just have to heap, keep hitting Look start. Look how Mikey runs. Yeah, uh, it's great. <laughs> Mikey's my favourite. Look at him. You're so they, him um, is, like, they basically, it's the Scott Pilgrim slash Streets of Rage like model. It's those, no, it's those devs. It's, it, it is it's, those guys? It's the guys, it's the oh. dev team from Scott Pilgrim vs. the World and Streets of Rage 4 doing this game. So then we should probably have, like, and I don't mean they should be able to do it in a day, but a relatively quick turnaround because they're quite adept at doing these games. Yeah, well, I'm hoping so. And um, if they've used engines that they already had to just 
plonking uh, assets that they've made. Yeah. I think you and I definitely need to sit down and stream that. Oh, when, absolutely, when man. I need... Uh, can I... Who are you going to be? You're going to be Michelangelo? I'm Mikey. Sorry, I'm buddy. torn between Donatello and Raphael. Well, don't be. One's rubbish and one's great. Easy easy thing to make. Which one do you think's which? The one that does machines isn't very good. Dude, come on, man. He builds all their cool shit. He sleeps with machines. It, what? Donatello does machines. I think you're taking that possibly a little too literally. No. It rhymed. They needed to put it... What, is, what does does machines rhyme with? I don't... Thank you. Hey, what about Square Enix? What are they even up to? Oh, well, you know, suing us. Um, <laughs> no, the Square Enix have got a digital presentation coming. Um, I think this is next week, March 18th in the US, and will run for about 40 minutes. Uh, they will show trailers, gameplay videos, and announcements on the following games. Outriders, Marvel's Avengers, Why? Balan Wonder World, I always get that wrong, and Tomb Raider's ongoing 25th anniversary celebration, and the upcoming Just Cause... Just Cause Did you say Just Cause? Yeah, Just Cause <laughs> mobile game. Just Cause 3, please. Um, so they've announced ahead of schedule what they're actually going to focus on, so we can't get our hopes up, because I think they've all learned from Nintendo and <laughs> realised if you announce, don't announce something, people get their hopes up and people get angry. Mm. So just say what you're going to do. I would like them to do something with Chrono Trigger. We'll, we'll talk about Chrono Trigger a little bit later on in the show. Okay. But I really want them to just please do something. <laughs> like Why please. would they do it with Chrono Trigger? Oh, there's a reason. There's a reason. We're going to get that to, to that later in the we show? We will get to that right now. Because so like, I just looked at my notes and, and it's, it's not... It's next, isn't it? Yep. <laughs> when, was the, so when was that screening? March 18? Uh, March 18. Is that US time? US time. So it's like nine, our 19th? Yeah, sure. Anyway, uh, the reason I bring up Chrono Trigger is because, yes, Square Enix did uh, create it and, and lord it all over us. It is today, as we're recording this in America, uh, the 26th anniversary of Chrono Trigger, March 11, 1995. Now, did they do anything for the 25th? Uh, no, that was last year, and they did not. Uh, okay. They've pretty much, after Chrono Cross, not touched Chrono Trigger apart from um, bringing out a port to mobile phones on the Apple iStore. Um, what we can see here playing on screen is the uh, cinematics made by Akira Toriyama which they when they re-released the game. So this um, is from the DS? This is from the DS and the PlayStation mm. 1 version uh, that came as a pack-in with Final Fantasy 7 I think? Maybe okay. 5. I can't remember. It looks really good. Um, but this game was one of the well, this was, I've mentioned it before on the show, I won't go into it too much. This was the very first RPG that I ever played. Uh, I played it all the way through. Had no idea that in RPGs, you're supposed to upgrade your armor and your weapons. <laughs> <laughs> so the final Oopsies. boss battle, like, I've since read that this game's about um, 16 to 30 hours. Took me much longer. Like, the final battle with Lavos at the end, because I didn't upgrade anything, seriously took me about four hours to do <laughs> But I finished it, and then I found out there's 13 endings. 13 alternate endings too to many. this game. Um, so the re-release with the anime cutscenes, you get an the true ending, which is an anime cutscene ending, and you get a, uh, a disaster ending, which is where everyone basically dies. What did you play it on first? I played it on the Super Nintendo. So we, I was over at a friend's place in high school, and we went up to the video store to hire a game, and that was on the shelf, and we thought, oh yeah, that looks cool, because the... Uh, Artwork, artwork looked great. Uh, and it came with the converter so we could play it. And we ended up staying uh, up all night playing this game. What uh, was the 
first console you finished it on, though? Um, oh, was it a console? I emulated it. Oh, okay. Yeah, because I wanted to finish it that bad. Save states. So did you emulate the SNES version or the DS version? Uh, the SNES version because uh, the DS version wasn't a thing. When oh, I, when you did that, it wasn't yeah, a thing? Oh, okay. Yeah. So I basically hired the game and then became so obsessed with it so quickly, I, I just downloaded uh, a ROM oh, okay. and, and played it there. But I have since purchased it numerous times. I've got a Chrono Trigger collection. Um, and I have the DS, a couple of versions of the DS version. DS version is the, the top version. It's like you cannot get any better. I've got that. it, but yeah. I haven't played it yet. You need to. Oh, will. It's seriously a great game. Um, like an EJRPG, grind a little bit at the start, but the characters are written so fantastically well and the storyline is so... It seems cliched, but it's not. It's, it, it's a cliched, stereotypical storyline, but because the characters are so deep and likable and lovable, uh, it, it's just a, a brilliant game. I'm looking at the cutscenes. I'd totally watch an anime of that. Yeah, well, I used to think that this was an anime uh, so when they announced and i got to see oh i love this scene this is uh, uh kairu frog and chrono entering magus's lair and the music here i've played it on dan versus the world um numerous times the dun, 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 dun. note for later Braden. It, it, it's wow it, it's oh, oh you know those games that you just love that you, you, you cannot get enough of yes i um, loved who wants to be a millionaire on ps2 that much Okay, um, so <laughs> this game now is stupid expensive because it is so popular and so loved. Um, so you're looking for a box copy of the Super Nintendo version, six hundred to eight hundred dollars. <laughs> yep, yep. I've held one in my hands a couple of years back. A guy had it at um, one of the toy fairs, mm -hmm. and I said, "Oh, how much do you want for it?" And he goes, "I'll oh, make me an offer," and I went, four hundred dollars," and he went, "No." Nah. Laugh in your face. Yeah, yeah. Um, and my reasoning was like it was pretty good, but there was a dent in the corner where it had been dropped. And he goes, "What? You're gonna over four hundred dollars?" I said, "If I'm spending four hundred dollars on a game, I want it to be pretty bloody good, dude." Yeah. Um, but like that's one of those things that I don't think I will ever own unless I'm stupid rich. But even then, for eight hundred dollars, there's a lot more I'd like to buy with that money. So yeah. How amazing will it be if you just go up to like a garage sound down? There's just one there. Oh. In a box, like you just lose. super rare because we are in Australia. Um, I know, and the chances of anyone importing it. Although, having said that, you never know because those video game stores had those games there. Mm. So, so they were around. They're around. Um, of course, fakes are also around. So, if you see one of these on eBay or whatever, and it's PAL, it was never released on in on PAL. So, so it's a fake one. It's a fake. Don't even bother with it. Um, DS versions, which you've got, go for about 100 to $120. That's not what I paid. Yeah, I know, right? I bought mine brand new, sealed for like 39 bucks, I think. Yep. Or 35 or something like that. Yeah, so is it still sealed? No, I open everything, man. Oh, everything. You've just lost a lot more money. I don't buy it to sell it again. I buy it to play it. Yeah, okay, fair enough. Well, you haven't played it. I didn't say when. <laughs> so you opened it, broke the seal, and haven't played it. Yeah, I want to look what at the book. What the hell is wrong with I you? I want to look at the book. You're crazy. There was no book. They don't have books anymore. I found it out when I opened it. Oh, you are a... Uh, anyway, if you would like to play Chrono Trigger, there is a way to do it legally. Um, yeah, there you go. <laughs> look at that. Uh, plus postage. So yeah, you're looking at about almost 500 there. And that's from France. So it's in French. Um, cheapest way to play it. There is a version on the Apple Store. 
So what I've got is I downloaded it for about $6 on the Apple Store on my Apple TV. And just going through there and have an old PS4 controller that I've synced. And you can play it there, not a problem. Um, I actually need to get back to it. Maybe I should stream it. Ooh, that'd be doable as well. Anyway. Anyway. Uh, it's really, really cool. Uh, you know, just stop there. We're talking about old games that we've been looking for. And things that, you know what I did not 10, 15 minutes ago? What? I, you know, I think last show I was talking about how much I wanted to play Captain Toad's Treasure Tracker. That's right, and I bought it right in front you of you. You bought it right in front of me. Uh, because I've been playing the Super Mario uh, 3D World, which had the little Captain Toad levels in it, mm-hmm. and I really loved them. Mm-hmm. I found it, 19 bucks. Got it. It's on my way. It's on its way to me on the Wii U. Thank you. It's a good game. Bought it right in front of you. Yeah, but I already have it, so it doesn't matter. Next to my 1979 original Taito Space Invaders. Which I'm going to come over and fix. No, you're not. Uh, speaking of fixing... <laughs> stuff that needs fixing. Stuff that needs fixing. Uh, many of you may not have known that this year is the 35th anniversary of Super Mario Brothers. That's right. Old Mario's 35 and some dude who wears green tags along for the ride. It's Bowser, right? Yeah. So Mario 10 is Mario Day or was Mario Day because M-A-R and 10 is Mario. Uh, it's something that fans sort of came up with, much like May the 4th, and the corporate clause of Nintendo sunk into it and went, oh, we'll claim that now. Uh, so Mario 10, Mario 10, March 10 came along, and uh, we were all eager to see what Nintendo was going to do to celebrate Mario's 35th anniversary, which I think is actually September, but anyway. Um, yeah, they didn't do anything. Typical th- Nintendo fashion, just went, no. Nah. Not a thing. No, nah, we're not doing anything. What? Well, Metroid? Don't know what you're talking about. Um... So, the Mario games generally are synonymous for being good. Yeah. Generally, they're yeah. really good games. I think of Mario games and I think of Mario Party. I think of you know the new Super Mario Brothers or Mario Brothers in general. I think of Mario Kart. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. think of Mario Odyssey for the newer ones. Yeah. Well, not all Mario games are created equal. Mario there have tennis. been some duds in our time. And I'm not talking about games like that. I'm talking about times Mario was made poorly or even worse fed into the clutches of other people who made his used his IP to create edutainment games so we have for you today the 10 worst Mario games that you may not have heard of boom, boom, boom. first one we have is a little game called Hotel Mario I've never heard of this for the uh, I think that was the 3DO which is where we also got those horrible Zelda games from oh, okay yeah so this was a puzzle game that had Mario and Luigi solving puzzles by opening and closing doors. Is that that's all it. you did? That, that's all you did. In, a, in hotel? a hotel. In a hotel. So what, you had to open the right door? You just I had to open a door in a sequence to try and uh, that's get That's ridiculous. Look at the, uh, the... We're looking footage here of the cutscene. So Isn't this, that awful? That looks like the Super Mario cartoon. No, that was much better. Th- I've this got is, DVDs of Super Mario Brothers I've cartoon. I've got DVDs right over there. I can guarantee you it was a lot better You're than actually, this. Actually, that's very 1D, isn't it? <laughs> it kind of looks like... Um... There's old Hanna-Barbera cartoons where they didn't want to spend too much on the cells. So they have the face staying still and just the mouth moves. Yeah. I'm, I'm... Uh, yeah. Not good. Um, apparently, could... though, this is a really expensive game now. We c- of we... course it is. We could do it where you could do the talking but hide your mouth and I'll just move my mouth like one of the Mario characters. Go now. No. I'm not doing that. It's awful. Uh, speaking of it. awful just did it you, uh, I made him do it 
Super Mario USA, or as we know it over here, Super Mario Brothers 2. I'm confused. You're confused? I Why thought confused? Super Mario Brothers 2 was good. It was No, no, it wasn't a good game. Uh, it, was, it was an okay game, but certainly not the game that we like. What that game originally was... Whoops, was this. A little game called Doki Doki Panic. <coughs> now, Doki Doki Panic is the exact game that Mario 2 is, including Wart as the villain, including Shy Guys and everything as the villain. Just the sprites were different. They reskinned the sprites and put them with Mario and with uh, Luigi, Princess, and Toad. The jumping abilities were the same. So there was a, a female in Doki Doki Panic and she was just reskinned as Princess. So all those things like Princess sort of gliding, um, yeah. Shy Guys being in it, Luigi having a tall jump, was simply because they reskinned this game to be a Mario game in the United States and the power re uh, regions. So I'm confused. Why did, after the massive success of Mario Brothers, mm -hmm. why did they bring out the sequel as a reskin of an existing game? Well, they did release a Mario Brothers 2, uh, which we know as the Lost Levels. So that was uh, a game that was released, I think, one or two years after the original Mario Brothers, and it was basically more levels from Super Mario Brothers. But it was sort of like a troll game. In that the very first thing you do, you hit a mushroom, uh, hit a, a question block and a mushroom comes out. There's a different kind of mushroom. And you take it and it kills you instantly because it's a poison mushroom. And they just do little things like that, like slightly well, make your jump. the piss. Yeah, basically. God, this waterfall would have given kids seizures. <laughs> it's giving me seizures. Um, oh. So yeah, then... Uh, Basically, what happens is it went over to America and the person who was then in charge of uh, Nintendo, I forget his name at the moment, saw the game, played the original Mario 2 and went, no, this is too hard for um, audiences Westerners. over here. Yeah, this, this is too hard. We, this won't sell. You need to do something else. So Japan got this game, which was their IP, Doki Doki Panic, and just reskinned it went, right, there's your Mario Brothers 2. Then it was so that was released as Super Mario Brothers 2 over in the States and over in Australia and England. Then it was released as Super Mario Brothers USA back over in Japan. <laughs> so the, in Japan, they got, got to down. have they have Super Mario Brothers two, and then they have Super Mario Brothers for the dumb people. Yeah. <laughs> yep. So what, the other thing is Doki Doki. What is this called? Doki Doki. Doki Doki Panic. Panic. This looks remarkably similar to say Mario Brothers first game. How so? Just in like obviously the concept. Well, it came on the Famicom, so obviously, well, not really. Mario Brothers was left to right, whereas this is up, down, left, and right. Uh, okay. So yep. you had that extra vertical axis. Yep. All right. So was so was Shy Guys only because of this game? Yes. Shy Guys were not in and the first Birdo, one or in the letter, or in number correct. two. Correct. The actual number two. No. Yeah. Right. No. Only I always play Shy game. Guy in uh, Mario Kart. Yeah. Well, there you go. Thanks um, to Doki Doki Panic. Another game, or I should say, games that came out. With Mario's face plastered all over it. This is ridiculous. Was the Mario Fun Dementals. I refuse to believe these were fun. <laughs> Essentially a collection of traditional family board games like Checkers, Go Fish, and an off-brand Yahtzee knockoff called Yacht. Actually, you know what? Backgammon's great. <laughs> the Nintendo assets just up being pointless window dressing on a bland title that does not have one neat distinction. Um, and little fact, it's actually Charles Marnette's debut as Voice of Mario. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, again, this game goes for stupid amounts of money for how boring it is. Like, we can see here on the screen, it's just Mario sitting down trying to gamble. My, here you go, kids. Play some poker. 
Well, Gambling some that. money. More on that later. Oh, God, uh, Next no. up, we have Mario is Missing, uh, which came out in, I think, 1995. Uh, this game, you play as Luigi in a point-and-click adventure game that is entirely a rip-off of Carmen Sandiego. <laughs> well, where in the world is Carmen Sandiego? Oh, it's a great game. Um, again, existing assets were put onto original art, which made the whole thing look like a bad Photoshop. <laughs> so you can see the original um, Mario, Super Mario World assets on, like, Completely what is different like, background? Rome? Anyway, you play Luigi trying to find Mario and, and uh, solve problems like Carmen Sandiego. That's weird. Not as weird as our next game, though. You're right. You're absolutely correct. I'd heard of this one at least. I've actually got this game. I got I, it years ago mm, for cheap. Loser. Uh, this <laughs> game came out on the PC and is exactly what you think it is. Mario teaches typing. Now, did this at one point come with a keyboard? I don't know. The Pokemon one that they released, um, which was only a, a power release, did come with a, a Maybe DS that's keyboard. what I'm thinking of. But I remember uh, I've seen this before. This is ridiculous. Yeah. So it is yeah, by Interplay. It's a CD-ROM. You put it in and you play Mario moving along as you type. And uh, Have you played this? I've not played it because my don't have a, a CD drive. And then- Ben's typing skills are untouchable. <laughs> that's right I'm, they're so good that the keyboard wouldn't be able to register the lightning speed at which I type Braden, did you mean did you say untouchable or did you mean like unreadable both okay thank you uh, next up we have Mario's Time Machine which was a sequel to Where's Mario or Mario's Missing <laughs> is this like Back to the Future skinned with Mario no uh, so they sort of learnt from uh, Mario's Missing not being successful just being a point and clip so they added an action orientation to it and platforming to it. <laughs> Problem is, action orientation and point and click, not the best hybrid to make in a video game. No, they don't work too well. Like That's not two gameplay sort of things that go hand in hand, really. No. Um, so again, this game is a colossal flop. I actually think I've got this game as well in the US version. Of course you do. Over in my collection over there. I should have scoured it a lot And more. people give me shit for liking rubbish games. Well, I didn't say I like it. I collect it. No, but you it. bought it. Yeah, but I collect it. You play it, unironically, whereas I collect them going, ah, look at that crap. I've got one of the worst games ever. Uh, so yeah, Mario goes through time trying to solve problems. I actually do have There one he is. Ah, oh, he's in the classic clock era. I do have one of the worst games ever. What one? I'll tell you. When we finish the list, I'll tell I you. I know what it is. Do you? Yeah, Fast I'm... and Furious. No, I didn't keep that. What are you, rubbish? <laughs> Jeez. Got full trade-in value. <laughs> uh, next up, we have Mario's Early Year series. Is it like include, Baby Mario? Yeah, fun with letters, fun with numbers, and preschool fun. Here he is, good old Mario and Yoshi, who's being run over by a steamroller. Yeah, what's up with Yoshi? Why does he look so... Again, thin? they're using assets, but like they didn't have the assets for the front. So oh. <laughs> they just made up their own assets for the front, and the side ones are the normal ones that they ripped straight from the game. Look yeah. at this list of criminals. <laughs> yeah. John Root. Jan Sleeper. Uh... This game is just a basically teaching kids to not be dumb. Rob That's Wallace. all it is. Uh, not be dumb, eh? So this, not be dumb. Okay, that is a disturbing front view of Luigi. <laughs> <laughs> Look at that. Is he sitting? What is what he doing? wide unit. Why is his moustache smiling? Well, if you were Luigi, something had to be you know, happy. I don't know what that means. Anyway, uh, following oh. the early years and, and all that sort of fun, we had Super Mario Brothers and Friends, When I Grow Up. When I Grow Up. Oh. So, you may have heard of Mario Paint. Yeah. This came out just one year before it. 
Why do they look like they're sleazy car salesmen now? Um, that's a very good question. In this game, you paint pictures of Mario and his friends. And that's I have not no Mario. idea why it's called When I Grow Up. That's not Mario. Look at him. That's his weirdly... No, that's Mario buying some vitamin at the pharmacy. Yeah, that is... No, that's like Lario and Muigi. <laughs> and Muigi sells um, questionable <laughs> prescription drugs from over the counter. And look at Lario over there, <laughs> who's doing a little dance because he's just got some new uppers. <laughs> and you've got Weird. options such as print, erase, quit, or oops, oops. <laughs> which is like just a horrendous tortured soul of a woman. That's the button that you first press when she bought this game, loaded up and went, oh, oops. <laughs> Again, I think this game actually goes for quite a bit of money. Of course it does, because all I'm the shit make it... games do. Look at what is going on there. First Whoa! thing, what is the thing in the middle? I don't remember seeing that at all. Oh, it's Dr. Mario's first appearance on the right. And Princess Peach is a sexy nurse for some reason. Can I just point out, Dr. Mario, go on, what should I do with this finger? No, no, he's not. Yes, he is. Uh, so, yeah, a travesty of a game. There he is, being a carpenter, building Noah's Ark. Putting out a lion? <laughs> a firefighter. A lion that's on fire. <laughs> now he's, that's he's flying a, a plane. That's a very inaccurate jet, just saying. Oh, farming with Mario, growing shrooms. He grew shrooms. <laughs> <laughs> What's he doing there? Oh, he's plumbing. Uh, oh, plumbing work for a change? He's feeding a Cage the animals. Why is there a three-headed snake? Uh, he's in Mario 2. And right. there's Peach being, oh, I can't... Dude. Anyway, oh, she was a journal. Oh, she's a journalist. Yeah, Peach is a journalist, still in her princess wear. Anyway, moving the on. This, this game, is, game is. Yeah, I'm gonna try and find these games. It's gonna cost me. This money. next one, I want to play. A postman. I actually have this game. We can play this game. The next one. The next one. Dance, Done. dance, revolution. Mario mix yeah. came with a dance mat. Uh, Luigi stole these. some keys. Uh, sorry, while Luigi stole some keys, and you have to dance your way up a tower to stop him or something. Um, I have this, and it just plays uh, remixed Mario themes, and you have to do a dance what in order to win. Weird perspectives in this. Uh, I don't know. It's a CRT on a widescreen, I guess. Uh, see if you can skip forward a bit, Brad. There might be some actual dancing. See, I have a play. dance mat for my there PlayStation Two. Yeah, this is great. I'd play the crap out of this. Well, we it, can. The it, mat is just under that go. chair. Yeah, I'd be so worried that everything in your house would fall over, and I'd get in a lot of trouble. Oh, we do it in here. We wouldn't do it in, in the, the money room. Look at him go. Look at... Wow, he's cutting some rug. Actually... For those on the podcast, we're watching a Dance Stars Revolution, like when you have the arrows up on the screen, you have to press on... Stand on the mat that uh, has the corresponding what arrow. And Waluigi is cutting some rugs, some John Travolta style Saturday how Night Fever move. How in the hell have these assets not leaked as memes? <laughs> also, what's up with Waluigi's arms? Why does he look like the Slender Man? Oh my god, that's gold. Oh, it is a fun game. I, uh, for one of my daughter's birthday parties, uh, she wanted a video game party. So I got all my consoles. Did you get this out? I got this out. That is some form of abuse. And the kids danced there. It was great. Can I just shout out to the chat? We've got uh, Dan Turkey that has made back. He's turkeyed it and made his own account. G'day, Dan. We've also Hi, Dan. got uh, Dylan the Miss Villain, you. Game Boy Dad, and I'm here for the beards is rocked up. All at the same time on Dance Dance Revolution from Mario. That's right. We're a Dance Dance Revolution podcast now. That's nothing but... All I've got your the jungle... hot Dance Dance Revolution news coming at you. Floppy, what's coming up in 2022? Um, More dancing. That's right. Yep. Now let's look back at the year 2000. Floppy, what came out in the year 2000? 
Dance Dance Revolution. Dancing, that's right. You're here at the Dance Dance Revolution podcast. And Brayden, give us a hot tip, hot news. What's happening in the Dance Dance Revolution world? Uh, there's more Just Dance in its way. Hey, there you go. You heard it here first. Just Dance on its way in 2021. Be sure to stick around and listen to more of your favorites here on Hack the Dino. We're getting GTA the 6, Dance the Dance Dance, Dance Revolution Revolution edition. podcast. <laughs> anyway, uh, we're about to announce our number one game of uh, Bad Mario games you didn't know came out. But before we do, there is an honorable mention I wanted to bring up. Not really a game, but it is software. When you say not really a game... In that you used your NES for it or your oh, PC you? for it, but you didn't really play it. It's called I Am a Teacher Super Mario Sweater. <laughs> I d- what do you do? You design a sweater and then send away money and they make it for you. All right, that's awesome. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't care what you say. That is freaking gold. Now you're knitting with power. So you put it in your, f- <laughs> your Famicom disc system. Uh, and you, yeah, you, you create a, a, a pattern and you sent it away in 1986. And, and in 1993, you got a jumper. <laughs> and you got the jumper back. I love that. And it wasn't even a game. And I, it's thing that I found really funny is it's really reminiscent of the program they use in Animal Crossing New Horizons to design your own t-shirts. Do you, have you got this? This game? Yeah. No. Fuck. Because I want to see if it works if you send it away still. I, I'm betting no, because it came out in 1986. Yeah, but I bet you if you sent it to Nintendo now, they'd be like, I can't believe someone's got this. This is amazing. Let's make it. No, that wouldn't. That would go <clears throat> foolish. No, you've got, I've got a bit more faith in it than you. They would sue you for trying to make unofficial merch. Yes. Yes, they would. I'd make it in a Hack the Dino logo. That's right. Uh, and finally, the number one uh, game you can't believe Mario lent his uh, criteria to. You may have noticed before we mentioned gambling. And that's because this arcade cabinet came out, Super Mario Roulette. That's exact. It's exactly it's a me, a broke Mario. <laughs> it's a roulette wheel, but with Mario plastered all over it and teaches kids how to gamble. But they didn't have money. It was like a pachenko machine. You got medals and then you trade the medals for money. So we've got Mario teaching gamble, yep. gambling. We've got Pokemon teaching cool animals. Can you just scroll down animals. a bit, Brayden, on the arcade cabinet there? Those kids are like three years old. Yeah, they're tiny. They are tiny kids. Yeah, but you know Learning what? how to gamble with Mario. By the time they're eight, they're going to be heaps good in the card table. Or heaps hooked on cocaine. You won uh, probably both. Mm. So there you have it. Ten I was. Ma- ten bad Mario games you didn't know existed. Look now at that you cabinet. Do. Can you imagine finding one of those cabinets? I wonder if there's anything out there for sale. Oh, there would be. I'm actually going to go on a mission and see how many of them I can actually track down. Yeah. Can, we were talking about bad games. Mm. Um, I have a, I have one of the worst. It's been voted one of the worst um, worst games ever released. It's on the PS3. Mm-hmm. Uh, it uses the motion controllers. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have the Rambo game. Oh, really? It is so bad, but it is so bad that I love it so much. Yeah, it checks out for you. Oh, yeah. It's right up my alley. Do you know what's right up my alley? Oh, I was just quickly finding footage of it. Oh, please do, because it's really bad. Press F to pay respects. Yeah, press F to pay respects. Was that this game? Oh, it's right. It is the right. Is that where that came? I thought it came from. No, it came from Call of Duty. Oh, yeah, I was just saying. making fun of the scene being. It's also it's R rated. It's ridiculously bloody. But the cutscenes, which are taken straight from the films and then recreated in video game animations, are the worst. Oh. And it's an on rails. It's an on rails shooter. Oh, really? Yeah. What? Oh, okay. So. Gosh. Needless to say, I love, I love it. Look at him. <laughs> I love oh, it. It's so yuck. good. Oh, gosh. Yeah, I play the crap out of that. Do you know what else needs to have the crap played out of it? 
when it is probably released. What's that, Ben? Anyway, uh, the new Nintendo Switch, which, as Braden mentioned at the top of the show, we totally got right. We did. We uh, knew exactly what was going to happen. That's right. Go back through our YouTube uh, videos. You can see the Nintendo Switch is just a port. We called it. We called it, and Dan was here as well. I think Dan actually called it. Yeah, we were talking about it one time in Greenlight. Uh, so basically, some rumors came out last week of a new Nintendo Switch coming out, and not exactly a Switch Pro, but sort of an upgrade. So you know how we had the new Nintendo DS and the new Nintendo yeah. DS XL? Which sort of are, like a, a, it's an upgrade system. Yeah, an upgrade of what we've already got. Yeah. Um, so they have found that it will probably be an OLED display putting out 1080p in handheld mode. That's great. Uh, well, I think it might be 720 in handheld mode. I may have got that wrong. I think it's 720 in handheld mode, but it an is OLED now. screen. Uh, and then the dock will upraise it to 4K. So the the screen now is 720. Is it? Okay, yeah. so yeah. But the screen now is also LCD. Yes. So a little bit of difference. There. OLED so be... screens like the one that the Vita had, the first Vita. That was an amazing screen. Exactly. So brighter. And, and... Yeah, just so vibrant. Mm. Um, dock will upraise it to 4K, which is what we suggested that they should do anyway in order to cut yeah. costs down and maybe you can keep your, your um, switches. Blah, blah, blah. I blah, lost blah, track blah, of blah. what I was saying. So, switches blah, blah, blah. In, so we can put our four game, 4K games up on your 4K TV yeah. and have like 1080p in your hand. That'd be Ooh, great. Yeah. Looking forward to that. Uh, Nintendo President... Oh, sorry. I missed a point. Uh, it'll have a larger screen, which uh, people, other YouTubers who are a lot more successful, uh, have measured how big... Uh, the screen would be and have found that if they cut out the bezel that surrounds the current I think the screen, word is bezel. <laughs> what did I say? Bezel. Bezel. It's not a Pokemon, <laughs> mate. <laughs> the bezel. If they cut down on the Go bezel. Go, bezel! <laughs> if they cut down on the uh, bezel on the outside, it'll uh, fit quite nicely with the supposed size of this new screen. So there's a chance that you could use your Joy-Cons with it still. Yeah, that'd be sick. Uh, you know, if they don't drift to the left. Um, Nintendo president uh, Shintaro Furukawa said in an interview that Nintendo consoles begin to drop off halfway through their life. So they are not resting with the Switch, which is why they're coming out with a new one now. Consoles usually go for about seven years, six, seven years. Uh, Switch is four years old now, so it is very much at that halfway point, according to that. Uh, and I think what they were doing was sort of holding off uh, putting into production a higher or higher quality version just in case the Switch wasn't a success. So if they had another Wii U on their hands, they would have to be bringing out a different concept console right Look, now. Look, the Switch is the is now become the fastest selling console. Uh, it overtook the Wii as mm -hmm. the fastest selling console ever. It has had uh, it has improved on itself in sales every single year so far. Yep. Like there is no financial need for them to do this but i think timeline wise it's 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 time that they announced it but look if, even if they didn't this thing is not going to die like this switch is just so awesome yeah it's in so many households that yeah. it'll keep on growing so i think it's the only thing that's the better cons the better seller so far is still the ps2 so the best selling console but the wii was the fastest selling one and it's now been overtaken by the switch and i believe in japan like Nintendo has ninety percent of the market or something, and Sony has like five or ten percent. Yeah, it's like they just what don't a have a switch. Chance. From the days when Japan had, <laughs> I even think about doing that. Should not it? What a switch from the days when like everyone had a Vita in like Japan, and um and Playstations and. But that's the thing about Japan as well, because it is a very transport heavy. Uh, country yeah it's all relied like on the handhelds subways. yeah so you go over there and try and buy a old game boy or a retro game boy 
They are more expensive over there secondhand than they are here. Really? Yeah. Yeah, you cannot... Unless you get a broken Game Boy and know how to fix it, um, like in a junk pile. Yeah. Or you get very, very lucky, which I was. I've told the story about my Torchic uh, Game Boy SP. I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, it's a little Pokemon SP, uh, which I oh, got for $20 okay. in the box. $20 in a box? Because one of the... Corners was slightly scratched or something. Yeah, no, I didn't really. Tell <laughs> I was like, All right, yeah, I'll take that. I see. I would have thought they'd been cheap because they would have been more abundant. No, because it was a Pokemon Center only one, so only you could only get it in one Pokemon Center. If it was a normal game. Boy. Anyway, that's not what I'm talking about. No, uh, it's not. Leakers from Reset Era have said uh, there will be some select exclusive, especially from third-party partners. Uh, it may not be a big number of them, but there are at least one new Switch Pro. Uh, game so that's something that's really cool as well the fact that they're looking at uh, exclusive games for this switch much like they tried to do with the new 3ds with the higher um, or the more powerful chip there was a couple of games that were exclusive to the new 3ds like Xenoblade, Xenoblade Chronicles yep. and there was another because you needed the C stick yep yep and, and that was it Monster Hunter Monster Hunter as well but you no no Kid Icarus oh was it no it wasn't no, no, because that came out in the 3DS. Yeah, no, there's another one that's got that required the C stick on the new 3DS. Mm. Anyway, what do we think of this new Switch? I'm thinking uh, 2021 release would be ideal, but I think realistically 2022. I think, uh, I think November, late November 2021. Really? Yep. This year. Is well, that just to get those holiday sales? I think that's what it'll be for. It'll be a jump on the Christmas bandwagon. You reckon that they might tie it in with Breath of the Wild 2 and Breath of the Wild 2 might be an exclusive? I know. I don't think they would. No. I don't. I think that would be, be stupid. stupid to do that. Yes. I think that would be stupid to do that because you don't want to take what it's going to be your next best-selling game and limit it to just the people that have the new But do you consoles. think they'll release side by side? Oh, no. No? No. Is that because you didn't pick it in our fantasy critics? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> do i think it will happen yes do i want it to happen no um something else i would like to see happen is nintendo 64 and Game Boy games become purchasable on the eShop store for this new nintendo switch if it's got more power they might be able to get past some of the emulation problems that mm. they have uh and hopefully we'll be able to purchase like we could on the Wii. we could get them on the wii why can't we get them on the switch anyone brayden the Honestly, Game Boy games. Uh, I was having a conversation with Callie about this the other day, and it was it stemmed off a conversation complaining about why like sneaker culture is terrible now. Yep. Um, the fact that I can't walk up to a game selling, or I can't go to Nintendo on my Switch and go, "Hey, I want to give you loads of money. Let me play the Pokemon games." And they're like, "Haha, no, go buy a Game Boy." Of a Which we don't get any money for because it's second hand. Exactly. And they're like, no, that's the only place you can pay, play Nintendo them. Nintendo just... I one step forwards, Pokemon. eight steps backwards. I want to play all the Pokemon games. And they're like, you can't. You can play the first six. You know what I think they're going to do? On the Switch. On the DS. Yeah, exactly. I want to play them on the Switch. Yeah. You know what I, I think they're going to do? I would give them an abundant amount of money. They would make so much money. Mm. And I just can't. How often do they add things to the online uh, Ness and SNES? Whenever thing? the hell they want. Right. So I think that that's what they're being kept for. Because they'll eventually have enough on there that they can't just keep adding SNES and NES games. I know, go, but... Cool. Next tier, Nintendo 64. How much money could they make? Like, they're using that as a give uh, uh, a make good on getting online. Yeah. Which is very, very cheap. How much more money would they be able to make if they did it simply by going, here's the eShop, 
you can purchase this game, which they've done with Alex Kidd. They've done it with all the old uh, Data East games. Mm. You can buy them. You can buy Turok because yeah. its its property went back to the supplier. Okay. Um, in the chat, Game Boy Dad has put out a prediction. He thinks it's gonna, the, the new Switch will be in mid-2022 and it will coincide with either Pokemon... Uh, now, is this Arceus or Arceus. Arceus? Arceus. Arceus Legends or Breath of the Wild 2 for a special edition console. <clears throat> Do you think that special edition... I think... Breath of the Wild 2 will release earlier and then they'll do one as a special or do you think they'll release it at the same time? Uh, I think it'll probably be after. Like, they get the initial one out and then they release a special edition. Yeah, like they did with Mario Kart. They, re- they released Well, they did Mar- it with Mario Odyssey. Yeah, they released it after the game. Yeah. Yep. And uh, the Switch Lite, the Pokemon one. for Sword What else do you think they'll do with it? Do you think oh, they'll lastly, do anything with the Joy-Cons? Yeah, I was about to say. Lastly, get your Joy-Cons right, Nintendo. Like... <laughs> Can I say, I've never had a problem with a Joy-Con. Mine started to go and then stopped so I'm just not tempting fate but I primarily use uh, my switch in docked mode and use my um, pro controller pro controller that's what I do I don't play it much undocked does your pro controller though is that getting a the old GameCube dust on the thumbstick no see mine is and I'm not take better care of your stuff mate sorry you you do know who you're talking to don't you someone who Mr. Nintendo yeah Anyway. So how disappointed would Nintendo be when you see they see how you treat their controllers? Not as disappointed as <laughs> our viewers will be because I'm about to talk about Fortnite. Oh. <laughs> no, this is actually really cool. Um, this is uh, Fortnite. Uh, their season six is starting next week, uh, Wednesday our time. Chapter two, season six, brand new season. Uh, they're doing something really, really different and really ingenious. And I just wanted to talk about it for a little bit because it ties into my uh, love for comics as well as video games. So we remember the previous season before this, there was the Marvel season where we had all the, a uh, lot of Marvel skins come in and it was a Marvel based storyline. Yeah. You got the, like uh, Captain America shield and stuff, didn't you? Captain America shield. I got Wolverine. I got all of them. I, I played Fortnite more than ever during that uh, 12 weeks or whatever it was to try mm. and unlock everything. And I've got pretty much everything. I was pretty happy with what I did. Uh, it's DC's turn. Ooh. <clears throat> We're going to have Batman? Yeah, well, Batman's already in there. He was a guest during Chapter 1 where okay. Tinted Towers became Gotham City for I, a couple of weeks. I don't play much Fortnite. Um, but yes, Batman will be back. But they're also tying it in with a six-issue zero-point miniseries over in DC. So this comic, starting April 20th, comes out every two weeks with a code in the back where you can download an exclusive skin. Are you going to buy these? I'm kind of thinking about it. Brayden, do you know if you're getting these in at Greenlight? Uh, So fun fact, um, DC are horrible to get a hold of for us. That's right. So we have to go to a different place, unfortunately. I have been reading about it, though. I have seen they're doing this. Um, However, however, um, if you like DC, you like reading comics, Greenlight Comics in the city. Well, you can't because they can't get things. Anyway, you can see on the screen here, um, Batman versus Snake Eyes will be taking place in one of the issues of the miniseries. No way. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's freaking awesome. Uh, Batman will win, but that's freaking awesome. The comic storyline will expand on the lore of the Fortnite island. Uh, stuff that happens in the comic will be reflected in the game. So because we know every two weeks this comic is coming out, uh, anything that happens within that comic will then be updated and go into the weekly update of the game. So if, like, for example, a, a building blows up in the comic... When you log into the game after that and the update, that building will be blown up like it is in the comic. Man, they've just ruined it for me. Why? Bloody Jason Momoa's Ackerman. Oh, calm down, fella. I hate it. Yeah, it's all about you, Floppy. Um, Another thing they're uh, doing as well for the start of this season is that at the start of the season, 
you'll be paying through a single player adventure as Jonesy as a part of the zero uh, zero point crisis. Now is Jonesy the guy that was running the? Yeah, yeah, the blonde guy yeah, okay. who, who, who's sort of like the main. He guy. fell in, didn't he? Yeah. Yep. So what's going to happen is that when you go to log in uh, after next Wednesday, you won't be able to go straight to your... The opening cinematic will play, and then you'll go straight into a, a first-person uh, game and finish Jonesy's last mission before you can actually play the Battle Royale game. So they're putting That's another cool. game in there. It start, well, the start of Chapter 2, they played these opening cinematic when you first logged in after they went dark for a couple of days, and you went straight into a game from there. Like they played the cinematic and it ended with Jonesy jumping off the bus and then you were playing Jonesy. And then the best thing about that was when you played it, the whole lobby was like 98% bots. <laughs> so that's when I got my first victory royale. That's when I did it, but I didn't know when you told me. Yeah. <laughs> I, got, I was like, man, I won. I was sick. I came back and not playing. All of a sudden, I'm heaps good at it. And you're like, yeah, it's all bots, mate. <laughs> I still won. So last thing with uh, this Fortnite thing. Yes, Batman is the focus. He's solving the mystery of the Fortnite island. Uh, he'll be fighting other people, as we mentioned Snake Eyes before. Um, this is really cool. I really hope I can get a hold of these issues. I actually think that this is going to be really, really beneficial for comic book stores uh, and, and hope that it's, um, there is just a, the start of linking these two uh, awesome genres together and being a great, harmonious floppy. Yeah, I'm down with that, man. Do we know what other DC characters we're going to get? Like, are we going to get... Um... Uh, I think they've confirmed the Zero Point Batman, which we can see so against we... Snake Eyes there. He's got shards of the Zero Point in him. Yeah, so there was like Justice League people popped up before. Yep, yep. There's been rumors of Deathstrike. There's been rumors of Harley Quinn. In fact, I think Harley Quinn is almost a definite. Are we going to see... Surely we're going to see Joker. Harley Quinn is a definite. Catwoman's a definite. Joker's well, already been in it though, hasn't he? Yeah, they've all been in it previously. So I think there'll just be variations of those skins. Uh, and I think the first skin you get from the very first issue is our alternate Harley Quinn skin, from Did what I've read. I bought some. I bought a season pass for. What was it? The battle pass? Is that what it's called? Yep. Yep. The Fortnite, and I got um, the alien stuff. Oh sweet! Did you get Predator yet? No. How do you get? I don't understand. You how have you to get kill them. Predator. We'll talk about it after the show. All right. Even if we have to log into your account. Should I, should I book original getaway? Yes. Yeah, that's the one there. That's, yeah, do that's that. The skin. Why do they? What are they doing to that? Why are they feeding that dog to that child? What? You can't see it because of the camera. Oh. It was a weird ad. That was an ad. Good. Um, do Good. the skins stay playable forever, Dan? Yes, they do. They... Once you have them, they're yours forever. Oh, yes. So you will have that skin forever. That's why when you see me play, I choose a different skin whenever I stream. Yeah, so I noticed. I was Ryu, and then I was Hot Ryu the other day. I've played as the Tron skin. Uh, oh, the I, Tron skin might look awesome. I do like playing as a Stormtrooper because I'm really bad at aiming. Uh, I've got Captain America. I've got Cable. I've got Kratos from God of War. Uh, yeah, I think between um, Mando and Ripley from Aliens, not Alien. Even though Alien is my favorite movie, Aliens was my favorite look for Ripley. But if you go to hackthedino.com, that has all of our videos there for you to look, peruse, laugh, and chuckle and guffalk. Do you guffalk often? Um, sure. Not in public. Brayden! I'm not okay. I'm not above doing it in public. You got some side projects you like to talk about, Brayden? Yeah, um, so I have a movie podcast I do with my friends called Millennial Movie Talk. Um, and I actually just came back from my little hiatus off it. I was taking a little bit of a breather, um, but I'm back at it in full swing. Um, I'm going to bring up the latest episode uh, because we got sent to some movie preview screenings. Ooh, what did uh, you we, see? We, uh, so we got sent to go see Judas and the Black Messiah. Oh, I don't know what that is. Um, it's really, really good. I I'll highly go recommend it. it. Um, this here. 
So Judas and the Black Messiah, um, and we also reviewed Ryan, The Last Dragon, because Alex and I watched it um, just beforehand, and we also discussed the end of WandaVision, the finale. La 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 la. Yes, don't look at spoilers. I um, can't believe they brought Superman back. You're Man, I know, right? They did Superman. The entire, they did all of Death of Superman <laughs> in one episode of WandaVision. It's I know. Amazing. And Dennis the Menace rocked up. Yeah, but... But yeah, so go check out... Marvel owns everything now. <laughs> Disney's got it all under balance. Why was Beano there, though? <laughs> Beano? Um, but yeah, Millennium Movie Talk. Grandpa? Go check it out. Uh, <laughs> anchor.fm slash Millennium Movie Talk or YouTube slash Millennium Movie Talk. Don't. Floppy, where can we see what you're doing? You... With your long con. <laughs> well, sure you can is. see me on OnlyFans. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've got a feeling if I look up Floppy on OnlyFans, I'm not going to find oh, you. Oh my God, I dare you. I really do. <laughs> Just don't do it on your home Wi-Fi. Uh, you can see me over on the Instagrams at Floppy Plays Games, where I post uh, pics of things that I picked up that I'm playing. There's the Robotech game I'm playing and some uh, some 64 games I picked up the other day. It was a great find. It was a great find. Now, have you played either of those games? F-Zero I haven't X? yet. I've got a, I'm yet to chuck them into my machine, so I'm just like cross fingers. I hope they work. Man, I, want, I really want to get my 64 uh, streaming through my PC so I can stream Pokemon Snap before the new one comes out. There's my there's my Ellen Ripley uh, skin that I was playing on Fortnite that I play like five minutes a week. Uh, but yeah, so it shows you what I'm playing, shows you what I've found. That's what Ben and I found on my, uh, or on our um, on our little game hunt the Oh, other by week. the way, I had the results for that. Yeah, what was the result? You creamed me. <laughs> like, really? what? creamed me. <laughs> was there any particular thing that... No, it was the final, uh, where we had the uh, final who won with yeah. the split down the middle. Yeah, everyone loved your stuff. No one liked my stuff. Oh. And I say it's because they're all PlayStation nerds. You know what? Maybe they just got taste, mate. No. Love a good UMD. You know what? I creamed you without having an orange crock pot. <laughs> yeah, well. Uh, so that's what I... You can find me there. The other thing we're going to be doing is... We're sorting out a way so that I, uh, I can start streaming for Hack the Dino as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, the first thing I'm looking at streaming, hopefully soon, cross fingers, uh, is John Wick Hex. Yo. So if you're keen, if you've heard about it but uh, can't find it because it's never on shelves anywhere for some reason, uh, watch this space. Uh, hopefully sometime soon. Cross fingers. Uh, come on and watch me play John Wick Hex. Uh, it'll be a good time. I promise. Cool. And I have a uh, little side podcast called Retro Trigger, which I uh, didn't do last month. It's a monthly podcast where I talk about anything that's 15 years or older, usually with a special guest. I've spoken to WWE people. I've spoken to um, people. Yeah, Floppy was on there talk about Super Nintendo. Uh, we've spoken. Oh, what else have we done? Uh, Dino Riders. We did a two-part the Dino Riders thing. Transformers with Sean Fuster from The Advertiser. Uh, heaps of stuff. We've got heaps of more episodes coming soon-ish when I can work out what I'm doing um, honestly it, it, it's a time thing especially with a podcast where you have guests it's really hard for the world to align um, but I reckon I'll just say hey come around my house and then while people are here I'll just go so you want to sit down for an hour and just talk about this uh, but I have got plans to maybe do one on Disneyland uh, do one on uh, Ultraman do one on Godzilla uh, Game Boy Dad saying, well, I feel ripped off. You skipped a month and my free monthly podcast. Yeah, so you should like feel ripped off. I'm taking all that hypothetical cash you're throwing our way. <laughs> uh, but it will be back. It will be going nice and strong. And we hope you join us for that ear symphony. I met Sean Fuster's parents the other day. Yeah? Yep. Cool. Cool folk. Yep. Sweet. I hope he's listening. He wouldn't be. He's got much more important things to do. We've been Hack the Dino. 
You can catch us on all the things. Be sure to like, share, subscribe. Tell all your friends. Just go to hackthedino.com. Uh, leave us a review on iTunes or wherever you listen to your podcasts. And tell your friends and family and like us on Instagram and all those things that no one does. But hey, do it anyway. Thank you very much. You've been you. Unless you're an alien shapeshifter. In which case, you're secret safe with me. But not not me. I will tell everyone because I think it's cool. You know, nah. Share that stuff. Fucking I'm going to nah. I'll put it on Instagram. He's going to get your organs all cut up. Just nah, sent mate. to government places. Bye, guys. <laughs>